Welcome to the Mike on Much Podcast. I am your host, Mike Beerman. I'm here with my friend and trusted producer, Max Kerman. We are here with our pop culture aficionado, Shane Christian Cunningham. And working the dials, as always, is intern Erica. Guys, this is the first time all four of us have been together in like a month, it feels Feels like like forever. Feels like a long time. Uh And there's a lot of energy in the room because it's a Friday night. Uh, a lot has happened. Max, you guys just launched a new song, uh, Arkell's Years in the Making. Um, you got a new video out yeah, yeah. by our boy Si Wong. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to the Raps game tonight. Yeah, it's, it's Friday night, baby. Friday night. Family <laughs> trip. We're all going. Intern Erica's even coming to the game. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I'd like to say, uh, Shane, you look amazing. Like Seriously. You. Yeah, and I, I can't tell, though, to be honest, if, if you've lost weight. Or if you're just wearing a baggy shirt. Yeah, I yeah. know that move. I, I know, know that move. Here's the thing. <laughs> and you got a haircut. Because if, if you get a haircut... And your your sort of facial hair is just groomed in the right way, and a baggy shirt. Well, you know? this is an act, double extra large shirt. <laughs> it is double XL. So even when I'm out of shape, this shirt is way too. The big zoot on suit me. pants was a weird choice yeah. too. <laughs> but but I I you I bought this shirt because it's the most comfortable shirt in the world. It's from Kitnase, and it was on sale very cheap. And it's like my airplane shirt because you know you don't want to be itchy on a plane. But I wore it today because I didn't think uh, anything was going down, and then I ended up getting Raptors tickets. Now we're having a night. But I know I must actually kind of be looking good <laughs> because I went to get my haircut, and Tenzin, who's the best hairdresser in the city, in my best opinion. Best in Toronto. Shane got me on him. He looks at me. He's like, have you lost weight? <laughs> I was like, I have. And he was like, your cheekbones. He's like, man. You look like Johnny Depp. Wow. So I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And you're like, which version of Johnny Depp? <laughs> yeah. He's Are like, we not, talking 2018? He's like, not bloated 55 year old version. Parts of the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. And then after I got the haircut, everyone was complimenting on the haircut. So this is obviously a big day for you and you're launching all this stuff, but it's also a big day for me. Man, I really am actually envious of you because we have this uh, weight loss challenge. Uh, Shane did bring a scale in today. Oh, God. I can't do it just because it just turned into one thing after the next. This is why I understand why it's hard for people to diet because when you have shit going on and there's just like fun things happening, days get out of control. And I feel like I can generally be on the straight and narrow if I wasn't up to as much. But because it's like, oh, so-and-so's in town. We got to go for drinks. Oh, so, oh, we're in California doing stuff. It's like, and we want to eat like the most delicious Mexican food every fucking day. It's like, I don't know how – I think the way to do it is to, like, have a kid and be very boring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that, that was the longest yeah. backhanded compliment ever. <laughs> Just but, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm envious of you in that way. So. Right. <laughs> when, I'm doing, when I'm doing all these amazingly cool things, it's hard not to eat and drink. Everything's free. So the way, the way to not do that is probably just to give up, get a wife. And, but uh, let me finish. I'm envious of you. Yeah, it's been uh, – and Max, you also, to this podcast, you brought a mama's pizza. Well, it's yeah, Friday so night, baby. Yeah. Did you remember we were weighing in? Uh, no, I, I didn't think we were doing that. Because I will say I've noticed that Shane is very inconspicuously not having slices. I know. I'm waiting till after the weigh-in. <laughs> I want my results to be good because last time I was a little disappointed with my results because I ate. We did a lunchtime pod and I ate before we recorded. Mm. Here's the thing. I don't even want to wait. I'm having a great day. I don't think mm-hmm. I'm going to weigh in. Wow. I'm you out. told me to bring the scale. Yeah. You, you can, wanted a Shane surprise. You can weigh yourself. Guess what? That's the surprise, <laughs> Max. 
<laughs> so you're not going to... We'll see. We'll Maybe. see how I feel. We'll see. This is going to be the, the tension in the pod for the yeah. listeners. It will, they'll see if Max agrees to do it or he won't. Yeah, we'll see at the end of the episode. But let's start talking about... They me. always do these teases, I, I, as you guys know, as I am a boring dad, as Max so uh, glowingly referred to. Uh-huh. I watch a lot of Wiggles, and they tease every episode where they're like, uh, will Max weigh himself on the scale or won't he? <laughs> Stay tuned for the wiggly result. And yeah. you got to wait the 15-minute episode. So I feel like we've done a Wiggles tease. That's good. The yeah. Jiggles, we'll call it. <laughs> Good That's the band I'm gonna yeah. start the child, the children's band that I'm gonna do. Uh, yeah, but a lot's been going on. Max, you dropped a new uh, video, a new single. You've announced a big tour or a big show, actually, a stadium yeah. at the Tim Hortons Field. Yeah, the most famous man in Canada right now. No. Shane, Shane was asking that the other. We were pausing. We're wondering. Not the most. Who's guy. the most famous man in Canada right now? Justin Trudeau. There, no. the, there are dozens, if not hundreds, of more famous. people Name one. You have ten seconds. Ryan Reynolds. No. He, he lives in LA. No one's talking about him. He ain't trending on Twitter Dan right now. Dan Levy. No, not right now. I'm saying this might only last for three hours, but right now, <laughs> right now, in this moment, while we're with you, you are the most famous man in Canada. I think you guys have an inflated sense of how popular I am. Just I bet you, you guys like, are trending on Twitter right now, I bet. Well, probably not. I don't know. Who knows? But man's uh, ass is in the room. Are, are, are they trending? Were they trending today? They gotta be. Yeah, it's been a very busy. I do feel busy this has been busy, a yeah. crazy day for Camp Arkells. Yeah, crazy it's been week, fun though. You could say, yeah, probably. yeah. But so I'm totally hijacking this pod just to talk about all of our hard work because you know when we talk about Ash running the show uh, and being very a part of everything Arkells does, we've been working on this week probably for the last I don't know six months, year, like because we kind of had this week circled to release a song. <laughs> Why like, this week? Um, well, it kind of it took a few different turns along the way, but I think at some point in the fall we kind of realized, okay, this is where we're going to announce the rally. We we had talked about the rally back last summer, like even before Bud Stage, we said, okay, the next year we're going to think about doing Hamilton again. Um, it was it was held, yeah. So the date at Tim Hortons Field. Oh, you'd locked in the day for the concert, yeah. so you knew that you you back then you you backlog where you want to announce. Yeah. And then, and then we started thinking about, okay, when are we going to put out new music? Because we've been working on stuff here and there. And we kind of came to this idea that if we could release a song and then announce the, the stadium show in Tim Hortons Field. Because we haven't played Hamilton since the last rally. If we can do that, that would make for a very big week. Um, and so from there, you start thinking about, like, okay, what are all the tools that we kind of have to assemble to make sure the launch is as exciting as possible so after like we because we recorded we started recording the song uh, years of the making back in june and then we kind of kept working on it throughout the fall it kind of came together finally in in december it was it was a bit of a longer process than normal but we're super happy with the way it turned out um but one of the questions we had is like okay, what's the video going to be like and in the past uh obviously we worked with mark myers and, and shane mm-hmm. um and we were kind of poking around. And I, I, I sent you the song, Shane. Yeah. And I asked who would be good at this video. And you suggested uh, your old colleague, Chris Wong. Right? Yeah, do you, do you remember that? Yeah, he's amazing. Why did you say that? Why would I say Chris Wong? Yeah. Why, why Chris was just walking by at that moment. <laughs> 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 he's like, Chris, looking yeah. around the room, orange yeah. juice. Yeah. C. Wong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, C. Wong's like, I, C. Wong told me, he's like, oh, thanks for recommending me. And I was just saying, it's like Phil Jackson asking me if he should put Michael Jordan in the game. It's like very easy. He's like very, very good director. And for context, Si Wong is, an, is a former colleague of yours. He works up at TSN now. Yeah, but, but, but with, why is he so revered in the way? Well, he's a bit of a Wong. legend because he was probably the best director in, best commercial director in our uh, 
In our group, yeah, in our yeah, group, like in our age in our, of twenty-two, he was a kid. Like, well, yeah, you were in, saying that, like, he came in like mm-hmm. as a legend, like, like super, yeah. yeah, he came in like right from college, like kind of like already having like sort of a, a really strong vision. He's such a good visual filmmaker, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. he's just he's so fucking hardworking. Yeah, uh, but he's like also the most humble, nice guy in the world. So he's just like it's almost like guys that talented sh- should be a little bit of a dick, and he has yeah. none of those elements. Yeah, he's it. not neurotic at all. He's so good natured. It was awesome working with him. Well, we've talked about like that crew that we had, that old much crew and how close we are like Unzi was a part of that he's been on this podcast Myers uh, C Wong Shane myself uh, it's like how close we all were and how everybody was actually just really good guys even though we were sort of like piling up awards and all this stuff like and you're rooting for each other Ro- oh, yeah. Yeah. everybody was so nice in that department but usually somebody's like oh I'm a little bit better at writing I'm a little bit better at editing or directing C Wong is like the best at everything mm-hmm. pretty much yeah. He would be an all star. If, if yeah. like if our team was like a like a really good championship level team, uh, he would definitely be like the guy that goes to the all star game. Cool. Yeah. Well, would you um, say that's fair, like uh, assessment. Hundred percent. And I've yeah. heard you guys talk about him before because there's been other Arkells projects where uh, we need an editor, and you're like, oh, Siwong would kill this. Yeah. So he's uh, like the most approachable guy, but he has the most intimidating work. Oh yeah, you know? and he has yeah. the most intimidating work. Yeah, yeah. when you see it, you just kind of shit your pants and just saying like, like "Oh boy, wanna, that's good." I don't want to follow up that video. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, so we but we were thinking about like what would be like a concept for it, and we were kicking around a few different ideas. And, and another person who I turn to often when it comes to the kind of like big picture, kind of cool factor uh, things related to Arkells is your brother Greg. Yeah, and that goes for song lyrics and <laughs> production and just anything and everything. If, like often Ash and I will like throw in our group chat between Greg, Ash and I, we'll be like, what do you think of this? What's the cooler t-shirt or something? Like that that's something we'll mm-hmm. kind of throw at him. Greg's kind of like a Rick Rubin type. He is. Yeah. Oh, he's a very kind of big picture executive producer kind of person. I mean, Ash has amazing instincts too, which is a thousand other things. But like it's cool for us that we have this circle of friends that depending on the situation, we go, oh, so-and-so would have a really good opinion for us given them whatever the yeah. context is. And so there's a funny thing with music videos now in 2020 versus, you know, when we grew up watching music videos where it's like, what do they mean anymore? You know, they live on mostly online. You're probably not going to have a viral video unless you're okay, go, or, or the idea is like a one in a billion idea because there's so much fucking content out there. Um, so we asked Greg, I'm like, what do you, what do you think we should do? Like just as a, in a general concept. And he said, oh, you guys haven't done a performance video in a while. Just make a performance video, like do amazing cuts. Uh, throw some fish eye in there. That's pretty hip right now. And just like, and, and we, I mentioned that we were talking to Si Wong. He said, oh, it's Si Wong will kill this f- performance video. And I said, we started thinking about it. We're like, you know what? You know, there's been other videos where the band has had to act a little bit or it's sort of taken a little bit outside of our comfort zone and it never feels quite right. And we were thinking, okay, the band, I don't think has ever looked cooler and hipper and I think handsome to a degree. <laughs> if I don't say so myself, not about myself, but I'm, just, I'm, I'm talking about like the whole band. Like, <laughs> The bands never look better. <laughs> <laughs> There's band trash. We've never looked better. I think our, our kind of sense of style and aesthetics is really good. And we're at our most comfortable when we are performing. And like, so it's that's what like, you do. That's what we do. So we basically took that kind of big picture idea to see Wong. We're like, let's do some different like years in the making look. So like a 90s look, maybe a 50s look. And it doesn't have to be too conceptual. It just has to like cut really well. It just needs to simply make the song enhanced you in a similar way to the knocking at the door video like made you like the song even more that's what a good music video does and we threw that at him and he got to work on it and we shot the video at the beginning of february super bowl sunday, super bowl sunday. wow and 
it was a seamless day and we shot it we learned from the knocking at the door video because we shot that in march i believe outside which was fucking crazy Brutal. it was an insane shoot and it took like two and a half three days yeah and you there guys was were, one day without you guys too yeah so. and you guys were like dunking basketballs like in minus 10 degree weather it's brutal it was the worst time in my life <laughs> i remember video. you at that i time. was just like never again i don't ever want to do this stuff ever yeah you're like what's the fucking point yeah, yeah. oh we, I mean, we you did what sitting like though. at our desk and you were just like falling apart you're yeah, like this, you're like this. I just, yeah, I'm like I not cut out for this. Well, this is the thing is we learn from every experience and we go, OK, we can't fucking do that again. It, it, it turned out amazing. It's one of my favorite videos. We, we won an MMVA. Yeah, award. hell yeah. Yeah. Was that that was the one nominated for the show? It won the MMVA, was nominated for the nominated Juno. For the so it was a fucking great video. So it was fucking awesome. But we're like, OK, if we're going to do it in February, it has to be inside. So we, we found a location up at um, Stockyards, like uh, Keel in St. Clair. One day shoot. We had our stylist, Caitlin, come in and outfit us. And it was, like, super smooth. See Wong delivered an edit in, like, four or five days. That was, like, 94% of the way there. That's crazy. Uh, and so I was very excited that we could launch the song with this music video. Um, and then from there, we had to kind of, you know, put together the assets for the, the uh, lineup release for the rally, which is something we've been working on a long time. Do you guys, you know Bleachers, right? Yeah, yeah. The, I uh, hung out with that guy before, Jack Antonoff. I had lunch with him. That's right. At uh, it was, it was when he was it, in, with uh, Myers and I. We were in we were in Quebec City actually shooting a video. We used to have a um, a video series called That Much Closer. When, yeah. When I was working for Much Music, and uh, we did one with the band Fun, which yeah. he was a part of. Yeah, and we've been uh, we've talked about it on the pod before. We we've, we've been big fans of his for a very long time. He's also been the producer behind Taylor Swift and Saint Vincent and Lord among many others and it's funny it's like he, he musically speaking he is something to aspire to because he's been a guy who's been in rock bands i think he's just a couple years older than me he's been in rock bands since he was a teenager and he went from this band steel train to fun to bleachers and bleachers has two records and they're both amazing uh, but also he has his produ- producer career and dated scarlett johansson dated scarlett johansson and lena dunham Wow. Yeah. So he's 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 been very much part of like sort of celebrity culture for a long time. Um, so to bring him to Hamilton was something that was very very appealing to how us. Do you, how do you do that? You DM him? Or? Yeah. What's the first step yeah. in getting you know Jack Antonoff and Bleachers to come to Hamilton? It's a good question. You we we had a list of you know about like fifteen names that were like oh what, what about this what about this and like you know it's it's an interesting proposition because a lot it's festival season so a lot of people don't like have other commitments all around the world and the other thing is like a lot of people don't know hamilton necessarily so then we're kind of asking them to like can you forego your toronto play which you would typically do and come to hamilton and do this thing with us but you of course submit a video of you guys killing like ivorwin stadium right yeah yeah we put put together like a little package um and yeah we we uh just management to management is that the first step yeah we have some uh, agents that that like work in that office and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always sort of a bit of a crapshoot as to, like, how things come together or which artists are, like, more likely to, like, perk up at an offer and which go, and I don't care. there's probably no, like, blueprint. Like, every time you reach out, it's kind of different depending on That's connections. Exactly. And it kind of depends on where people are at. You know, it's, like, it's probably simply, like, the temperament of the band. And ego is probably a huge thing because yeah. it's, like, okay, we might be bigger than Arkells overall or they might think they are. But in Hamilton, you guys are gods. Yeah, well, this is it. It's funny. It's like we kind of come from the, like the Frank Turner school of things mm-hmm. where it's like Frank 
even though he's a massive act in the UK and does very well in North America and he's massive in Germany, Frank's is like, oh, I'm going to open for a band that's bigger than me. No problem. I'm going to go and steal all their fans. So I'll happily open. So that's, mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why he opened for us in Canada. And, he, and as a result, he stole a bunch yeah. of our Kells fans, which was awesome. <laughs> you know, I, share. Shared. We shared our Kells fans. <laughs> um, whereas other bands maybe are in a position where they're like, maybe they don't enjoy touring as much as Frank Turner does. Or they're just like, oh, you know what, I only want to play my own shows. And that's a totally fair argument, too. Uh, Jack and Bleachers uh, were down for that. Um, Kay Flay, also on of the course, bill. friend of the pod. Yeah. Two-time appearance, right? She's the best, and she's sort of, uh, and we've known her, Ash has known her forever because she opened for Lights years ago, and she's about my age and has been doing it for like, you know, a decade, and she is, has become one of like kind of the premier songwriters in L.A. too because she's done songs with Bishop Briggs. Yep. She's a new song. I love one of her songs with Bishop Briggs called My Shine. Ooh, I don't even know that one. You don't know it? No. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's cool. It's like my pump-up song. Shane's going to the rally just for k <laughs> yeah, just, just for k <laughs> One that, song and leave. Honestly, she's she's so good. And uh, we got to hang out with her when we were in L.A. Uh, last week. And she's just a fucking breath she's of fresh so, air. She's such a positive person. Oh. She's a really good hang. Yeah. We, 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 we actually hung out with her at the Drake recently with uh, Blake Murphy. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Raptors uh, beat writer, Blake yep. Murphy. And then Havaya Mighty, who um, is uh, going to be opening up the show. And she is... By far, our favorite sort of emerging Canadian talent. Do you guys know anything about Havaya? She won the Perlaris Prize. Mike interviewed her for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Max, she's been on your podcast. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. I was, I was talking. Like, do, have you heard? What oh, you're talking to, to me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. Oh, okay. just, it's like, I don't listen I didn't to, the listen to the po- that pod, but I do know she won the Polaris Prize, right? Yeah. And I'm saying that perfectly? You're saying it perfectly. <laughs> the Polaris Prize. Hey, it's my drinking night. <laughs> but a big thing happened this week, which I encourage all pod fans to check out, is that she was on this morning show with Sway, who's like a hip-hop like radio I personality. This somewhere. This, did this go viral? I would, or maybe it did, you it posted it. It did kind of go viral. Yeah. I also posted it on our Instagram. And she did... A freestyle at the end of the show. And she, a real freestyle? I don't know. It's who, who's to say? But she oh. fucking killed it. And Ash Sway, is nodding yes like it was a real freestyle. Yeah. And That's S- awesome. Yeah, and Sway was like, I never, never give this. This is like Lauren Hill type shit. Like, mm-hmm. she like blew everyone away. So, it's a very exciting time. It's a strong lineup. Yeah, it's a strong lineup. Um, and we're very proud of it. And um, But what I want to talk about, which is the kind of the fun thing, is that you know, we were thinking about how to announce the show. And and Ash and I, like, since fucking last summer, had been, like, kind of walking around just thinking about, like, oh, who do we get? Who, who's going to do the thing? Because the last rally, Tessa and Scott announced it. They just come mm-hmm. off of, like, Olympic it was just It was just as the Olympics were about to happen. That's what it was. So, yeah. the, so the Olympics were kicking off, and then the next, and that day we announced the show. And we've developed this friendship with Nick Nurse, and so we just... I just, we text pretty regularly now and we said hey Nick we're announcing our big summer show do you want to do it and he just said I'm in <laughs> it was very, it was, there was not like hold on let me get my people to talk or I gotta work through a few things because it almost made me feel bashful but sometimes the way I answer things when I'm, or I'm always like oh is there a can I do it I'm always like, he was just like yeah I'll do it like it's, there's sort of a um, a freedom of being Nick Nurse I think to a you're degree you're pretty good at that too like you always say yes like yeah. I asked you to be on a Podcast, like a, a maternity podcast, you're like, of course. Yeah, but then I yeah. became annoying after the fact. And I, <laughs> yeah, 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 you're annoying after, but yeah. you always say yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, you know what, though? He's saying yes to you. 
you're part of your type. Yeah, your I think, type, I think me and Max are as close as Nick and Max. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I hope. <laughs> no, come on. We have more history. Um, so we... So we were very excited that he could do it. And it was an exciting time for Nick because he was coaching the all-star team. The Raptors are very hot. He's obviously fucking Canada's coach right now. Coming off a championship. Coming off a championship. Uh, so it was really sweet of him to do it. And basically, we we have a, a text group with your brother, Shane and Mike. Yeah. Uh, what's it, what we call the writer's room? Is that yeah. what we labeled? I like labeling a group chat. You do. You really because do. a lot of times, and I, is that if we need some clever copy for like an Instagram thing... Uh, like I, we just throw it in there. I'm like, guys, what would you write for this photo or whatever? The, the best uh, uh, text group name I ever came up with was Ball Let's Talk for my basketball text. Ball group. Let's Talk. Yeah. yeah, that's very good. Yeah, See, that's yeah. why you're in the writers' room. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, Happy to be there. Happy to be yeah. there. And um, so basically, I just kind of threw the premise out to the group. I'm like, guys, so I think I want to do it like he's going over the game plan, like in a boardroom, and there's a whiteboard, and basically, the stage is here. People are going crazy over here, and that—that's the general yeah, you framework. Yeah, the concept. Yeah, what and then I was like, "Guys, make it good." <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys. So, so what did you guys do? Well, because all, all I know is we got a great script back, and it's fucking awesome. For me, I'm like, I'm always so slow at uh, writing stuff down. I'm like quick at thinking, but slow at writing. And I know Mike and Greg can think very fast, so I'm like, I'm trying to type a bunch of shit out, and then in the middle of it. Greg submits a completely different idea. And you're like, I love it. So Greg had an idea of uh, Nick wanting to play at the Arcade. Yeah, it, it's like it starts out with Nick being like, this is where you guys are. And he's kind of drawing it up like a coach. But then it starts to change. He's like, and then this is where I come on stage with my guitar. And this is where I, you know, and then we add, like, he's leaving with the crane. And so the, the, the idea is he's inserting himself into the show. Yeah. Which was, it was like a funny concept. It's a very funny concept. Yeah. The only thing is, we didn't want to make it seem that, like, Nick Nick's Nurse gonna was be like <laughs> the new guitarist in the band. Like, we don't even know if he's around. Like, he's coaching Team Canada. And they, I think, have to be in Victoria pretty shortly after June 20. He might be around, but he also might have to be on the West Coast. So we, didn't, so that's why I was like, yeah, rumors could spiral out of control. Yeah, I love it, but like he might not be around. But initially, you said that was the idea. So I was thinking, okay, here's how it's going to go. Greg's going to be like the kind of idea writer, <laughs> and then I knew inevitably you were you were like. Who's going to direct this? And Mike is normally kind of sheepish to accept like tasks. He'll do anything, but he's normally sheepish. But before I got a kid, you, man. Before you even finish the sentence, he's like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and then Greg's like, oh, I had a feeling Mike might volunteer quickly for this. So I was like, okay. I, but then I said, I did say, Greg, you should do it. I know, but I was thinking, I was like, oh, Mike and I just came off a project working together. I'm probably going to get the ask. Because in my mind, I don't look at Greg. I forget Greg has this like, big powerful job he edits he's like he has a better job than me but i look at greg as like like my high school like nerd buddy you know what i mean (laughs) so i'm like oh right greg can do this and then i was kind of like cut out with my script i'm like oh i'm not gonna do anything for this so i kind of just you know waited to see if i would be asked upon but i was just accepting the fact i probably wasn't going to be this was the sequence i assumed i was going to so the sequence of events was uh Greg submits that script. Max goes, who wants to do it? I love it. Who wants to do it? I'm, I'm like, fuck, my worlds are colliding. Direct Nick Nurse. I go, I'm in. I'll give up. I don't care. <laughs> my, I might not see my kid for days. I don't know. Direct Nick Nurse. So I'm like, I'm in. You guys make fun of me. Like, oh, now Mike's piping I didn't in. say anything. I was just like, I, think, I was just like, yeah. let Greg do the joke. And then I go, you know what? Greg wrote this little bit. That's really funny. So then I just said, you know what? Actually, Greg, you should direct it. You had this idea that Max really liked. And then Max just jumps in and he goes, 
the Veerman brothers are going to do it. It's a Veerman brothers production. So and then you, you said the they were the new Safty brothers. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm still in the group, and I'm like, I've contributed nothing. <laughs> so well, I'm, you, like, I'm in this other group chat with my uh, old book, with book club, Maddie. Uh, with I'm in a group chat with him and Ashley called Uncut Gems, and we just talk about the Safety. <laughs> it's just, we just literally send each other emails about the Safety brothers. So I began to get really sentimental about the Veerman brothers yeah. Uh, yeah. directing the spot. So that's how I got, I got carried away, and I wasn't being as thoughtful. No, it too. is cool. It's a great team that works together well it's just <laughs> I always, it's like they've never I, they haven't worked together in about five years and they typically I don't, somehow yeah. just pr- presumed Mike and I were going to work together yeah, on yeah. this but then I slowly realized I had nothing to do yeah. Yeah. that sir though is not true mm-hmm. because Shane's a fucking amazing director writer all that stuff that goes without saying but as we were like building out the script and stuff like Shane's the number one guy you bounce ideas so I well, come into the office and I'm like you know, we still kind of need an in. They've kind of, they've, they've, there's a couple scripts that didn't quite go, or blah, blah, blah. And then you had some ideas about, like, you well, know. Well, I had, I, what I had was in my, I, I wrote a bunch of stupid lines for Nick Nurse to say, because in my mind, I look at Nick Nurse as a combination of Chris Farley and Owen Wilson for some reason. So I was just, I had like an idea that he was, he had like, uh, he asked the guys, like, hey, you, I bet you didn't make a set list for this show. And you were like, of course we did, Nick. He's like, but did you laminate it? And then he pulls out laminates. Which is a great line. And then I had an idea where he was telling you guys not to do an encore. He's like, just say you got to go to the washroom, leave the stage. Always leave them wanting more. And it, it was just like stupid lines like that. And then I had an idea where it was like a, he, 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 to gain credibility, he told them, you guys, that he told Kawhi to take the last shot and have it bounce four times. <laughs> that was a funny line. Yeah. And I told him it's got to bounce four times. Well, the thing is, like, I knew you guys would come up with literally like 45 minutes worth of material. Oh, I'm yeah, like, guys, we this thing needs around. to be one minute for Instagram. Like, it cannot mm-hmm. be longer than that. Because I think I remember the original script was considerably longer and it would have been harder to cut. yeah it was it was a little bit longer because well, we had the bit where he's talking about how he's going to basically make himself a part of the show yeah, yeah. uh but then yeah so shane and i were talking like the, the laminate bit's awesome i'm like that's really funny that's something he yeah. can do he can hold that it's like props always help these things um and but then, you obviously like punched it up way better and made the like punchlines actually punchlines mine were just kind of like loose concepts and uh, yeah but the, but yeah. then it, that's all you need that's how mm-hmm. writing works though right so it's like yeah. so shane absolutely like wrote has my brother actually speaking of lines that didn't get used I thought he had a hilarious line that didn't get used where basically Nick uh, does a thing where he's like, uh, he's like, all right, uh, this all is looking great. I'm just going to read it right off the script here because I want to get my brother's writing right. Uh, Nick goes, all right, this is all looking great. Do you have set list prepared? The band goes, Nick, the show is in June. We have four months. And then Nick's a little surprised. He goes, you know what else was in June and four months away back in February 2019? You guys are like, the NBA finals? And he goes, you're goddamn right they were. <laughs> you know who has two thumbs, one ring, and was prepared for that final? This guy. Here are your set list for June 20th. I've taken the liberty of using waterproof and destructible laminate. But I just, the idea of him delivering the line, like, you know who has two thumbs, one ring, and was prepared for those four months away, and then, like, points at himself with the thumbs. But anyway, that kid, that, you know. It's like, when so I saw long. that, I was like, this is so fucking wordy. Like, I kind of was thinking, I was like, in his mind, he thinks he's just, like, banging out a selfie video for a fucking, fa- you know what I mean? Like, well, that was the other thing, too. You were like, Let's make it dirty. Well, we'll get to that in a second, <laughs> uh, which is funny. But uh, but anyway, the script was fucking awesome. I flipped it to him um, the, kind of the night before, and he's like, yep, yeah, sounds good, whatever. And uh, so we all show up uh, and at the Raptors practice facility, the OVO. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's funny because it's like, yeah, so it's like, you know Nick's doing a favor. It's yeah. like we have him maybe for 
20 minutes or a half hour. It was kind of a movie. We're like, we know we have him this, but we don't want to tax him too much. You know, he's not necessarily an actor. He's doing this as a favor for his buddy, Max, all this stuff. So it's like when you're shooting one of those things and Shane, like he was saying, we just came off uh, like shooting a bunch of these kind of like little skit type things. So you kind of know how to do it quick and dirty. And it's like we were working with non-actors in that thing. We were doing like a corporate thing with these executives at Bell. But so I was like, I felt very confident in our ability to sort of like get Nick to a good place. And I've seen his commercials like you know, uh, with uh, McDonald's, McDonald's friends. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, we get there, but Max kind of has an energy cause he knows yeah. he's like asking a friend a favor. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, like, let's just, let's just feel Nick out make sure that he's like, he's, he's cool to do it. And we're not, you know, get blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, it's cool. Like I'm like super calm. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I was very much just like, yeah, it's going to be yeah, awesome. You've done this many times. Yeah. Well, this will be great. Yeah. See, the dynamic was interesting because typically I'm like, I'm probably the big shot in the room, you yeah. know? But, uh, <laughs> by the way, that's the title of this episode. <laughs> Typically, I'm the big shot in the room. But, I, but I'm just aware of like how many people that want a favor from him or do a thing or whatever. I get that to a certain degree. So I was cognizant of, of Nick and like not wanting to be like tied down in a shoot with a bunch of lines. And, and we didn't know how comfortable he'd be. So, so I was like, guys, are we set up? Are we set up? I don't, I just don't want to waste this guy's time at all. Like, I think he was excited to see the band and get to hang out and we're going to like hang out in his office afterward and like just talk about music and stuff like that. I think that's w- what gets him off in the context of like our relationship. Yeah, he's, he's into the hang. Yeah, he's into the hang. Uh, so I was being very fucking annoying, I'd say. <laughs> like, like because... You're fine. I, no, but yeah, Greg and Mike were trying to do the shoot. I was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So like when you were like, I want me to do one more thing. I'm like, Mike, it's fine. Like so, I basically I kiboshed a couple different extra angle looks. We were there was a coverage shot that we wanted to get, but like yeah, Greg and I, and also the other thing too is it's like before you even walk into a room, Shane knows like Greg and I have already talked about this ad nauseum. We got together like on the Saturday night, we sat for like a few hours, just kind of went over what we wanted to do blocking wise, how we wanted to look aesthetically, and um, and uh, what was funny is so like we shoot Nick's side of the action, he's doing takes, and the thing is when, when you're directing, it's like you know that like okay the first half of that was amazing but he can do better in the second half but you still get him to do the whole thing because he might get the first half better than the one you know you got but you're always doing a mental checklist especially when you edit your own stuff as Shane knows it's like you know okay we got that we got that and you can move on so if I'm asking for extra takes it's just like I know he can get that better so like he would he ran it like five times and the truth is you, you sort of find it in the edit after but you know empirically I got that line and it's hard too because Max had just come off a music video which takes so long every shot. So you have this idea of shoots is taking so long. Yeah, too. you're like, oh, they're going to keep us here for again. Yeah, again, again. yeah. yeah. You're totally yeah right. was time an issue? Because that's no. always a stressful thing. Like, you like, did it's in like 25 minutes. Right? We, we shot yeah. out Nick in 25 minutes. Yeah. And then oh, wow. we did the, the band side of stuff and we had to get yeah. some covered shots. But there was a, a, a shot that I wanted to get. So when they, so the, the, the spot, if you've seen it, you check it out. Uh, Nick is amazing in it. Uh, they, uh, they hold their hands up at the end and that ends up being like the last shot before we go to the, the title card. But I just wanted to get a shot like of, I wanted uh, Jerome who shot it, who was great by the way, uh, on uh, Instagram. Jerome, TFC boy. That's right. Black Love Dragon Jerome. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he was great. That was the first time I'd worked with him, but he was great. So he shot it. He, so I wanted to get it. So when they put their hands up, he's like, all right, let's get one up. I want to get the shot from under, like inside the circle, kind of looking up so you could get all six of their faces and the hands up. I'm like, that could be the last shot maybe, you know? And then you find that. So I'm like, all right, can we get this? And then Nick goes, ah, he's like classic photographer shot. Cause I guess that's a, you know, you see that shot a lot in NBA, like just stills of that. Uh, <clears throat> and then Jerome goes, oh, I got to change the lens though. Just cause this lens is too, it's too tight if we do the shot. And then Max is like, that's when he's like, hey, we don't, we don't, we need to get that shot. And I'm like, and also part of the like shooting is like reading the room. It's like, you know, I don't want Max to get antsy and make Nick antsy. So I'm like, all right, we'll kill that shot because it's going to take too long. But then it made me abandon another shot, uh, which would have been like a, a coverage of Nick talking to you guys from the side where you see yeah. both of you in the same frame. I fucked that up. Yeah, it's fine. 
But it worked out. So I, I talked to you guys that night at like five o'clock. You guys worked on it for like five hours. Yeah, we shot it, what, at like one in the afternoon. Yeah, and then if you get together that night. Me and Greg reconvened, yeah. yeah, and we started editing. And then you send us uh, a cut, which is about, it's like 92% of the way there. We had a few small little suggestions yep, just to tighten totally. it up a little bit. A couple notes. And then... Um, By the way, cutting it was very fun. Like, I don't know if Greg will ever have time to, like, do, like, a, a blooper reel, but, like, Nick had some really funny, like, outtakes. Like He was so fucking good. He was it. so good. We were laughing our ass off in the room. Like, there was one where you stepped on his line, but yeah. he thought he's... I was like, Max, you're supposed to be the professional. Yeah, I know. I fucked it up. It was so funny. Uh, what do you think of the, the video? It was hilarious. Yeah. I loved it. You guys did a great job. Oh, thanks. Well, yeah. Every, Nick's amazing. He's, he's like, so... You yeah, have someone that funny. can, like, deliver, like... And once he got comfortable, he really started, like... <laughs> he's such a ham. But he's I feel great. like it's testament to your friendship. Because if that was, like, the first time you guys had ever met, it wouldn't yeah. have been like that. You no, know? we're pretty comfortable around each other at this point. Yeah. But, um... So... Oh, yeah. Editing it was very fun. Because there's so many outtakes. So Greg and I literally got a six-pack from Mascot. We went. We were like, let's cut this fucking thing. <laughs> so you guys edited Wait, it together? We did. Yeah, Mascot, Mascot Brewery. Brewery. Oh, okay. it's right, right by my place. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll meet you at the station. I'll grab a sixer and let's do this. And you're okay. just you're laughing. And there's like there's alternate takes. We like you know there's a scene where Mike D goes big time. He we got made him say the line like ten times, and each one is a different inflection. And it's kind of like you go with the one that you think is the funniest. We're like, is this just funny to us because we know DZ yeah, yeah. and we just love that he's really going for <laughs> the it. The take was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, big time. it was. You know, Shane, I, do you, I almost enjoy editing more than, like, the directing part. Like, because you can find jokes in the edit that weren't even... Well, I don't consider it. myself a visual director. I'm more of a content director. And, like, yeah. especially with a comedy, like, finding the best take is where my talent lies. So, basically, all my skills are in the edit room, right? Mm. So, yeah. yeah, like, how you can manipulate the camera and yeah. manipulate... Because I'm like, not great with individual shots, mm. But I'm good at knowing what is a better comedic take. Mm. Well, one of the things we were going for was the, this like this office style like mm. documentary look. I don't know if it was you or Jerome, but the way the camera zooms in on a few of the shots, they remind me so much of The Office in the best possible way. Well, yes. that's so fucking good. The thing aesthetic was you were kind of very much like, we could just shoot on an iPhone. Like, let's just get it quick and dirty, kind of like the Scott and Tessa one. And Greg and I were talking, and Greg, along with Erica, they work on this TFC show that is a documentary style yeah. show. So I'm like, at the very least, let's shoot it like when you see Open Gym and you see Nick giving a speech. I'm like, because then there's like a visual language that like if you're a rapper and you watch things, you kind of already know what you're looking at. Yeah. So then you go, oh, I get the bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, when we talked to Jerome, we said we're thinking it's like this and i'm like and i just think for comedy like give it those office zooms like let's do that yeah yeah so yeah we had this the locked off shot and then we had jerome basically doing office camera work and he fucking killed it yeah, well the one it. zoom in it's like did you make sales it's like yep it's like did you stay up till three zoom, in the morning yeah. making oh, laminates? zoom in <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's like so good yeah and uh, man like nick nick nurse can't get enough credit like took direction you know the coach oh. the coach took coaching yeah uh he also too whenever we deliver, deliver a line manager ash would be like laughing. She was like in the back of like the area. And then Nick would just look right at her. He's like, that one wasn't supposed to be funny. Like, why are you laughing, Ash? <laughs> at not with. No, I think he's come to appreciate Ash because he has uh, Jenny in his life who's his executive assistant who, and if you think, I don't know, my schedule is busy. Nick's schedule is probably 10 it's times insane, as busy. Yeah. And she runs the fucking show. And she's amazing. So shout out to Jenny. Um, so we get this cut. We, we, we tighten it up a little bit. We're all very happy with it. We send it to him on Tuesday night. And uh, he he just sends a like a, a text back. The hashtag team teamwork makes a dream work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all he says in response. Um, and we had this other invitation just by happenstance that week, um, where Nick Nurse uh, invited 
us to go see this documentary about Thelonious Monk. Did I tell you it was there? Have you heard no. about this? No, no. Okay, so I'm going to rewind about a month and a half ago. So Book Club Maddie sends me, a, after a, a, a Raps game, sends me a photo of Nick Nurse on the sideline coaching. If you zoom in on the photo, there is a bracelet that says Straight No Chaser. And I didn't know what this meant, but Straight No Chaser is a Thelonious Monk song or record. I should know this. It's the name of a doc. I can tell you that. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's the name of the doc. It is the name of the doc. Yeah. No, sorry, but is, is it also? It's probably, that doc name probably came from an album or I'm not, or I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Either or. So I send the screenshot to Nick uh, and I was like, oh, the Thelonious Monk reference. And he, he's like, oh, you're the only one that's noticed. And I'm like, I didn't notice, but my friend Matt noticed. Yeah. And then I. Did you admit that? I didn't. I did admit it. And he said that. Good friendships are based on honesty. honesty. Go on. And then I. And then Matt, I, which I did not admit to this part, Matt said, <laughs> there's a Thelonious Monk documentary that is playing at Hot Docs. It's on uh, February 26th. We should go. With, we should, you should invite Nick because he's such a big fan. So I send that to, to Nick. I'm like, I know you're playing the Bucks that night. I know it's on Tuesday night, but, oh. but if you, you should just move the game back. And we can all go to this, <laughs> this documentary. And then he goes, oh, maybe I could just uh, do a private screening sometime. Uh, we know the people at Hot Dogs now. Pretty no. Well. And so, sure enough, a few weeks later, no, actually, this was like on s- Sunday or Monday. He goes, you around Wednesday. Um, I think this is as the, the video shoot was coming together. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh I think I'm around God. Wednesday. He goes, I've rented out the theater. <laughs> oh, my 10 a.m., Wednesday morning. <laughs> bring the band. Bring your crew. We can all go. And I'm like, this is hilarious. So I tell Matt. Matt Matt's in. I text our friend Shad. Obviously, text uh, the pod. Cool uh, squad to roll up with. Yeah, great squad. Sprinkle in some Shad. Yeah, it was, nice. it was, it was wicked. And um, so we go, uh, and my my childhood friend Daniel Rosenthal comes. Nick at the shoot, because we're hanging with him afterwards. On This is on the Monday. Um, he goes, oh, yeah, all my staff is coming. I'm making the coaches come as a professional development day. <laughs> and so he's like, That's yeah, amazing. we've done all sorts of sort of field trips together. We went to Wrigley Field. We played football at my high school back in Iowa. And like we just like I just want them to do stuff and just learn different learn different things and it'll be really fun. So and all and all the front office is coming too. So there should be about you know fifty people there or something. Wow. So um, ten a.m. Wednesday morning, uh, we're all supposed to roll up. About half an hour before, I get a text from Nick. Goes, hey, do you mind if I show the rally video as a trailer? <laughs> oh the, my god! For, for the monk talk, I'm like, <laughs> sure, I'm like let's do it. And then I I text you guys. I'm like, you I think he's going to play the thing, like on the big screen. I was like. And you were there? Oh, yeah. Me and Shane were going. Me and Shane actually yeah. uh, met up in the morning. We went over to see the screening and we get that text. I was like, holy shit. Like, because the other thing, too, is like when you do these things, especially if it's like an internet thing, it will go out in the world. But you don't really see like reaction. The greatest thing you can ever have if you kind of make anything is especially if it's like a comedic thing and it has beats and dialogue. Yeah. It's like. How people, how an audience yeah. responds. A theatrical to it. Totally. debut is the best possible it's so scenario. Crazy. Totally, yeah. yeah. And it's also nerve wracking. You're mm-hmm. like, if they don't laugh at the right parts, like, I'm, you're gonna feel like shit about it. Well, this, well, as, so I was elated that he was gonna do it, and then I immediately started thinking, I was like, man, if this thing doesn't fly, in what the if room, it falls flat? I was like, Shannon and Mike are gonna throw themselves <laughs> off a fucking roof, and the day will be ruined. Uh, but well, it's the, funny because Mike, when he showed me the edit, like, he's just asking, like, oh, what I think, what are some of the highlights or whatever, and I was like, oh, the the Mike line where he says. Big time. I'm like, I'm not sure. I was like, I'm honestly not sure of that line. I was like, I guess it's good, like, because Max is always getting lines. It's good to like have other people in the band say something. But I'm like, I don't know if it adds to it. I don't know if it takes yeah. away from it though. So I guess overall, keep it. 
Anyway, I was totally wrong because that got the hugest laugh. That line fucking of, slayed in the it, it, it was almost too good because it overlapped the, <laughs> the other the jokes. laminated joke. I know. I'm no, like, that's my one contribution. <laughs> I wanted them to fucking rewind it. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you missed the laminated. I hate when joke. that happens. But it was amazing for Mike to get that huge laugh. Yeah. Both mics. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, but but so yeah, it's like so so you send this text, a screen grab. You're like, like I think they're gonna play this thing in the theater. We're like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. what is going on in our life right now? What is our fucking <laughs> so life? We're going crazy. to a private screening at Hot Dogs on Bloor. <laughs> I'm like with Nick Nurse, who's rented out this theater. He's like, and now he's gonna run this minute long like rally uh, clip like for his people. Like, this is nuts. Yeah, uh, we get there. And then he's like, it's it's cool that we're all sitting around talking. And he's like, he's like, turn turn out great. He's like, even that part when I'm handing out the scripts, like, he's like, that's oh, pretty good. You know, he was really excited. I'm like, you were amazing. Uh, and then he's like, so it's cool if I play the clip. And then Major Ash goes, the thing is, we haven't quite announced it yet. So <laughs> and, and I'm going, is Ash going to kill this right now? So I'm like, it's not my place to talk. But I'm like, and then Max goes, nah nah nah, she's a narc. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, and, and then but the Nick was like, "You got to have those around too." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "No, no, I get it, I get it, I get it." But I also understand why you're like, "Let her get on the mic. She wants to defend herself." I was never gonna kill it. I just wanted for people where it's maybe not their number one priority to know it's not announced. It's a valid thing in case right. it's exactly it's like, oh, and I'll just start talking about it tomorrow. And yeah, that's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was fun because um, we all got there, and it, the lobby is is a big enough size in, in the Blur Cinema, and they had. Popcorn, donuts, and like coffee available for everybody. So you're kind of just milling about with all the Raptors like staff and the and the yeah. assistant coaches and uh, our friend Teresa. Yeah, yeah, Teresa, uh, yeah, yeah. And it was just like it was just it was just very fun. And and it's, and Nick uh, is very good about being like the leader of the pack. And he ends up making he gets the microphone at the beginning and he has a little bit of a speech to, yeah. to say. And he passes around the ring. He well, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I like anytime I have a big group gathering, I like to everyone to get a chance to have the championship rings. I'm going to pass that around. But before that, I want to introduce you to my security guards. And then he points <laughs> to so them. And it just room? gets that got a huge laugh. Yeah, too. Like so he's very funny. charismatic and uh, great. You guys like we have our own things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. No. Well, so it starts going through the crowd and up. And like yeah. at this point, the, the, the lights in the theater <laughs> yeah. are still up and, I'm, and I'd lean over to Shane Shane's sitting on my left I go you excited to see that ring he's like oh yeah oh yeah and then the minute it gets like four people away poof, all the lights go down in the theater so then he gets yeah. the ring and I like I'm like well I just, then I go over to you I go I was so it's the Nick Nurse ring it says nurse on the side oh yeah it's his Holy ring shit. It's this massive so then it gets to me and I'm tr- like the movie's on and it's like a fairly like uh, fly on the wall dock it's very quiet I'm like Mike Mike, like, turn your turn your light on. Give turn your fucking lights. light on. Like, I'm next like, to what? Mike. Yeah. This is all happening. So, like, I'm wearing the ring, so Mike has to turn his iPhone light on oh so it can be bright enough so I can use my iPhone to take the picture. photo of the oh, ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did make a bit of like a nerd scene, but I tried to play it as cool as possible. But yeah. I got the photo and it turned out great. And the good oh. thing too is, is we, and Nick had time. Like Nick, you you finally because you never you weren't at Max's party because you're no. in Hamilton for family stuff. So it's like you got to meet Nick for the first time. We were like, oh Shane, you know he wrote on the uh, on the thing that you were in. He's like, you know. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, I love your work. I was like, your acting work. So I got a little, I got a little joke <laughs> in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, well the thing cool. is, he, apparently, he's watched. He watches this doc regularly just to decompress. If he's like, he doesn't watch game tape, he's just kind of, kind of like one of his. Probably, it sounds like a comfort film that you just kind of throw on and just like brings you some warmth, I guess. But he's never seen it 
um, on the big screen before. So, he, so I think he said he's seen it like a hundred times. He's like, but I've never seen it on the big screen, so I'm really excited about it. But the doc itself is, what year would you say it's made? In the 80s? I think it was a 90s doc or maybe no, like early 2000s. it was 89, 2000s. I believe. Because okay. I looked wow. it up on IMDb afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the pacing of those documentaries from back in the day is much different. And basically chronicles um, Thelonious Monk. And there's no narrator. There's no narrator. And it's just there's not even a narrative, really. Mm -hmm. It kind of just follows him. It's fly (laughs) on the wall. Yeah. And he's a very odd, eccentric guy. Oh, yeah. He seems like he's probably on the spectrum to a degree. That's what I was saying. Well, he clearly like uh, he was losing his mind a little bit. I don't yeah. think I'm speaking out of turn saying that like his son spoke yep. on how his personality kind of disintegrated as he got older. Yeah. But, but, but Nick is um, talked about, and I think it's okay to say this is <clears throat> how he really encourages people to like on the Raptors uh, to sort of like operate freely within the kind of boundaries of the system. Like and that, jazz. Like jazz. So it's like Thelonious Monk obviously was grounded in the form of jazz music, but he also, but he did a lot of crazy things that made him very unique and made him fantastic. And he talked about how like we let Pascal sort of operate within our offense in a very freeing kind of way, which I think brings the best out of him. So, so I think, and I think Nick likens himself a little bit to Thelonious Monk. Oh, totally. Well, I, like I think in the he, way he like do, like does very unusual things, like when the, he does the box in one plays and stuff like that. Totally, it's the idea that like within jazz, it's sort of by its nature in many ways improvisational. So it's like we have our structure. I know that we're playing these four chords over and over again, but then when it's your turn to solo, whether you're on the piano or the drums or the, whatever the sax, it's like this is where you get to within the structure, then be your sort of most creative self. And I, you know, the best jazz players are the ones that come up with the most sort of innovative, interesting sort of pieces when it's their time to solo so in that sense like like Shane's saying like if the game sort of starts going a different way Nick it seems like prides himself on his ability to go you know what let's throw that out let's try this it's very weird mm-hmm. the way that maybe Thelonious would be like I'm gonna go to this uh, note and which wouldn't be conventional yeah and Thelonious wore like very weird hats at all times <laughs> so the second the movie ends Nick just gets up like whips on a weird hat and just runs to the end he of like the a jazz hat on yeah he yeah, came up the in the screen. theater he yeah, was like he... that's a weird move <laughs> <laughs> well, he's wearing his Nick Nurse baseball hat to, to start. The at the film. start, and then when the lights come up, he's wearing a cool like jazz hat what? fedora. Like he doesn't give a shit. Eh? No, like, just to be a little weird. Yeah. Awesome though. Mm-hmm. I think that's why uh, he's such a kind of attractive guy to be around because you know he's so curious and he's got such sort of a joyful energy to him. Yeah, I call it like a childlike wonder. He he, he always has, but he's like obviously smart as a whip yeah. still. Like it's a very cool it, combination. Yeah, it's so much fun to be around and he clearly like I think his like the his interest in me or the Arkells is like from like oh this guy's doing something kind of interesting. And I feel like he's met I, I don't think I'm unique. I think he meets lots of people all the time that perk is his ears up and go, Oh, this, this guy's kind of interesting. And, uh, yeah, it's just from talking to him and like, you know, he invited, there's a jazz musician in Toronto that he goes to see all the time that he invited to the show. I think he's friends with some, some people at the UFT music, music program that he invited to this thing as well. So, uh, it's a cool crowd. Well, they always cool. say that, um, uh, athletes want to be musicians. And yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. yeah. I thought the jazz hat was very cool, but the cigarette and the fur coat was a step too far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, but walking out in that was very undeniably cool. I'm joking. Of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but it was definitely one of those things where at, after the trailer had played and I was like, as you said earlier, it was like this confluence of like kind of worlds coming together. Oh, the rally trailer at the start. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Where it was just like, you know, part of all this is like just being able to talk about it afterward and just be like, isn't this like so fun that like, you know, I got to invite 
you know, Matt Book Club Maddie, who is the reason why this this movie even came together. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome to meet a, him too. By the way, Shane never met oh, you. Crazy never met Brooklyn, yeah. no. Oh, you never met me. Oh, well, no, I always thought I knew who he was, but I did not know. Who oh, he that's was. so funny because he listens to the pod. Shout yeah. out to Maddie, but um, and also my childhood friend Dan, and we all get to kind of like hang out with with Nick and the Raptors coaching staff before that. And you guys write and direct the spot. And I don't know. It's just like such, a, it, such it, a lovely, blessed thing to do. That, it that was, was so cool. surreal in the best way where I honestly, in that moment, I was just like, what is going on? Like, this is insane. Like, this has been my favorite team for over a decade. Yeah. And now I found myself, my ass is in this seat right now where the coach of my favorite team is yeah. playing this thing that we made with my friend who's in this band that's going to play a fucking stadium. <laughs> and then after it played and it killed, Max was just like, he was. He leaned over and he just slapped like the knee. Like you, you slapped my <laughs> oh, knee. Yeah. Like you were just so like Pumped excited. Yeah. Uh, there was one other funny moment on, on set because this does happen sometimes where we were doing the laminate thing um, where you, you Greg actually was like, you know, let's get him to do the bit where he says, uh, uh, oh, you know, Nick, this is just years in the making like 10 times in a row. Um and I'm like, okay. And then the original line was, I think Greg had like, uh, um, <laughs> that's because of smash shit. You got to give the people what they want or something. That was going to be like Nick's line. And then so we're kind of like mulling over what Nick's response is going to be. And Greg and I are kind of in the back. You're sitting up front with Nick or whatever. And then we're kind of throwing out like ad libs. You see, you, I always see on like DVD extras that Judd Apatow will do their ad yeah, and course, will throw yeah. lines. So I'm like, I'm like, uh, I, 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 I throw out the line like the, uh, well, it's already laminated or whatever, which you hear and everybody in our section like laughs. And we're like, okay, let's go with that one or whatever. So then we're like, okay, Nick's like, okay, what are we doing? It's like, uh, Max is going to say the line. And then Max it goes, he goes, so I'm, I'm going to say to you, Nick, uh, uh, oh, Nick, it's just years in the making, 10 in a row. And then you're going to say, oh, sorry, it's already laminated. Nick explodes laughing because he didn't hear me say it. I'm like, Max just got credit for yeah. my line. Yeah, oh. that's an old move of mine. Yeah, I've been doing that for a little bit louder. Years. Yeah, I don't know if I have any wit, but I am louder than most people. So. <laughs> no, it was an awesome moment. And, uh, yeah, hopefully people dig it. I mean, oh yeah, like, the reaction's been amazing. It's cool. Like yeah. he was awesome. Like he was he was really good to, to yeah, work with. Good. Like it's pretty awesome that you have behind the scenes footage of you directing that's so Nick wild. Nurse. Yeah. Like that's nuts. I was I was thinking like what would be the equivalent for me would be if you befriended Nathan Fielder somehow. Yeah, yeah. And got me to direct him. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Like you have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you owe me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you left me out of this last project. You you, you and Greg can do that one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll be happy to actually sit yeah, there. I can <laughs> with my kid. Uh, yeah, but uh, very fun. But the uh, last thing I'll, I'll say about it. the whole thing is um, the, the, one of the reasons why it is extra fun to, to root for a guy like Nick is that because he was grinding as a coach for the previous 20, 25 years of his adult life, it's like he doesn't take any of this for granted. I think he really appreciates like – the role that he's in, what he means to people in this city, and just how fun the position in, in life he has right now. Because, you know, it's like we were, we were talking with him the other day about how it's like, you know, like, because I was like, you guys travel pretty good with the raps. He's like, oh, it's absurd the way we travel. It's insane. Like, we just stay at the nice places. We fly charter. It's crazy. I tell you, it's like I spent a lot of time traveling between, like, Fort Wayne, Indiana to – Boise, Idaho, on buses, on buses. G League, and yeah. he's like, and you got to play tricks with your mind about how to get excited to go to some of these towns. It's like, oh, they got that good salad at the hotel. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, they got the warm cookies when you go in the lobby. Like, just like stuff like that. Like, because you have to find ways, you know, to make it enjoyable. Like, you you play mental tricks with yourself. Um, and when he was in the minors, when he, when he was in the minors. Yeah, yeah. So I think 
him him getting to enjoy this experience and having the success that he's had that he's worked really hard for is just really great to see and why you're extra happy for him. Yeah, I think anytime people are in like a position like that and it doesn't get old for them or they seem genuinely like appreciative yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything becomes your life. Things just become normal. Like shit, I was just hanging out in a theater watching a monk documentary <laughs> with my buddy Nick Nurse. Uh, but it's like if you kind of always step back and go, this this is actually bizarre yeah. in the best way. Yeah. I think there's something really like cool and relatable about that. And people oh, yeah. lose that. Like I feel like a they lot do. of people like don't. Well, do have you lost it, Max? Um, or you appreciate where you're at? No, I, I, I think I'm pretty good at it, but I do catch myself sometimes if, if we're in a situation that I, that's happened a couple times already and I don't really you know take it all in i go oh max you gotta take it in because this is actually very cool and a lot of bands would love to be in that position but if like wi-fi cuts out on a plane do you lose your mind no of course not (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna have to ask you to leave the plane uh erica i feel like you know do you think your life was much different a year and a half ago than it is now professionally yeah 100 percent do you find it get, like you work on so many projects? You're seeing yeah. people all the time working at MLSC and stuff like that. Does it get old? Like I remember when we interviewed Dean Brody, like a country singer, <laughs> and you were like, "Oh my God, we're gonna be in a room with like Dean Brody." You know? Yeah. It's like, do you still have yeah. that, or do you find that it's normalized? No, it's something I think about a lot. Like on like cranky days, you know, everyone has them, and it's like, yeah. what's the coolest thing about your life right now? My job, probably. Mm-hmm. Not dating a rock singer. <laughs> 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 That's pretty cool. It's it's. Maintaining the joy of life, my dad always used to say. Just, if you can always find the joy of life in things, you know, check yourself, realize it's good, could be worse. And the biggest joy in your life right now is your job. Um, it's like one of the biggest. Probably. Where does Mike how much fit in that joy list? <laughs> Hi. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top five? Uh, yeah, probably. Rockstar boyfriend or Mike how much? You got to pick one. <laughs> More joy. Different kinds of joy. Right, okay. <laughs> Maybe equal levels of joy. Right, right. Um, yeah. All right, we should get to Shane's surprise because yeah. we got to we got to go to this Raptors game. It's all not right. a surprise anymore. It's, it's not, not a surprise. A, the, the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. But let's see how much the bag weighs. All right. By the way, you do look very good today. Thank you, Mike. You look so different. So so yeah, you, you explain. Did we talk about this off the top on Mike? What's that? Did, was this on oh, the Oh uh, yeah. So what we we've been doing a yeah. well, I've been doing a fitness challenge that you guys <laughs> said you were going to take part in. But since I have the least going on in my life right now, it's easier for me to actually do it. Yeah. yeah. So you do it, and Mike and I will watch. <laughs> yeah, we're rooting for you, brother. Okay, but Mike, I thought you. I'll do it. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, because you said you actually well lose my... weight when you go on vacation. Okay, I like this. <laughs> I say that I lose weight when I go on vacation. Here's the thing: I've never vacationed with a 16 month old before. <laughs> it's like you always say you lose weight on vacation, Mike, and I don't think you ever have. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like I'm monitoring his weight, but I mean, like he's not doing anything different. It's not like he wakes up on vacation and goes jogging. He just drinks beer yeah, every you single look day. Really fucking good. You do. I like I'm this. I'm worried okay. about okay, you. Okay, okay. Wait yourself. Wait your yourself. Your belt doesn't right. fit. Your belt's looser oh. than your yeah. pants. I know. Oh, You're withering God. away. You okay. didn't have any fucking pizza either. Jesus I know. Christ. Well, let's see. I, I, now I feel like I'm going to be on disappointed. The mic, on the mic. All right. Here we now go. I feel so like sh- I'm going to be disappointed. Okay. What, what were you last time? We just did this last I episode. I was 191. Shane was 191 last episode. I'm taking my boots off. I'm going to do this shit because my boots probably weigh like a pound and a half. Um, wait, Maxi Boy. You're actually not going to do this shit? I guess I'll do it, but I'm not. There you go. Way. There's some team play. What uh, What did you weigh before? Do you remember? 183, yeah. I think was what it was. Yeah. Okay, Shaney, we got Erica's gonna film this. We can throw it on the old uh, internet. The scale, the scale is having some technical difficulties, but we will. Uh, Shane is sorting it out. I like this. True tension. Here we go. 
Okay, Shane weighs in at. Let the people know, Shane. Oh, this is bull. <laughs> this is bull. This isn't even fun. What is it? 190. That's not cool. Would you drop a pound from last weigh? Yeah. That's pretty good. Don't be sad, buddy. You look awesome. <laughs> you know, it turns out it was that fucking shirt the whole time. I look better than I weigh. Yeah. Right? Okay. Oh, don't don't yeah, maybe sh- the one pound was just the hair that you lost in your haircut. I know. That's probably it. <laughs> Shane, <laughs> but nothing's, nothing's let actually me ask changed. you this. Do you, so for the weight loss, do you try to lose the weight more for how you feel or more for how you look? Answer honestly. When, you, I, when, I, think, when I think I look good, I think I feel good. Okay, listen to how many compliments you've gotten lately. Great point, Erica. So just embrace it. Even if you, this girl only says one pound, yeah. clearly, like, you look great. Oh, I feel better now. You should feel Thank great. You. Yeah. And it's probably muscle, right? It weighs more than yeah, fat. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what they say. All right, here we go. Okay. The doctor's gonna try in the house, by the way. Doctor. The one and only Matt Savelli. Savelli. Matt Savelli. Grab yourself a little, little drinky drink. He's coming to the Raptors game. All right, here we go. I'm going to put the mic down. I'm going to weigh myself. <laughs> V-Man's weighing in at a robust 175 pounds. All right, all right. Have you lost? Uh, hey, what, were you what is that? What were you before? I can't remember. I think I wanted to get down to like 68. I think I did lose three pounds though. I think I was 78 maybe. 79 maybe. So yeah, I lost some weight. I lost weight on tour. I think so. I, I, I think so. I told you. Okay, Max. Shane. Max weighs in at... So Max, you're a pound over after the yeah. challenge. Okay, but you said you've had a busy week. Yeah. You know, you're not at home with a kid and a wife all, uh, you know, boggered down. Yeah. Is boggered a word? I don't know. Uh, well, this has been amazing. It's a Friday <laughs> night. We've been drinking some uh, some alcohol. We've been uh, enjoying each other's company. We enjoyed some pizza. Shane, are you going to have a slice now that you've uh, weighed in? Or? Well, now, what does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> I will now. What does it matter? Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, is that it? This is great. The Pod Squad's back. We're back, baby. Woo! Yay!